Hey guys, this is Muffy Bradshaw, and you are listening to the Muffy Bradshaw Podcast. And hello, <laughs> I I'm still gonna go with that. That's my. Thing. I just I don't remember the name of the song. Hello. Oh, it's me. No, that's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. Lionel Richie. No, I wasn't going Lionel, but that's better. Lionel's probably better. I don't. That was really bad. I'm actually coming. Like I'm. I had a cold. So my voice isn't what it what it normally is. I'm just saying. So don't judge me from that little excerpt y'all got, okay? Excerpt. I like Ex- the mm-hmm. enunciation. Yeah. Thank That's you. But yeah, I just like to articulate all of my syllables. Um so hey you guys, this is Muffy Bradshaw. And for those of you who don't know, I am an award running. Oh. I like to say that because really I did win an award. This was a while ago, but I'm like that's gonna be my title. Go on. I'm proud of it. Award winning. Yes. Relationship blogger. World renowned. <laughs> Critically acclaimed. Yes, yes. Um and I am sitting here with my wonderful counterpart counterpart, if I can get it out. Like mm. I'm sweating, like I'm just it's just been a long day. It's still summer. It's still summer here in Cleveland, Ohio at ninety degrees. It feels like summer. Hey. Mm. Mm-mm. I love that song, man. That's my favorite song. Yes. That was my summer song this year. Was it? Yeah. So did you have a hot boy summer? I did not. Okay. I did. Ah, a little bit. I showed off a little bit. I don't really get... Okay. I don't really do too crazy, but um, I had my shirt off a little more this year. Oh, okay. Because I know yeah. you've been putting time in the gym. I've been working, man. I've been putting time in the lab, so I had to I had to go off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, so, I didn't. I didn't do the the hot boy summer like everybody else mm. kind of enjoy in that way because I'm a servant of the Lord. Okay. And uh, my God will not be pleased with that. Mm. Okay. Very well. You know what? I can't even contest that. I'm not. Even, I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. Um, I actually. I don't think I had a hot girl summer. Yes, you did. You think I did? No, you did. I'm like. I feel like. I had a good summer. It wasn't hot girl summer. My DMs have been somewhat dry. Um, so I don't really know what constitutes as a hot girl summer. Or is it, you know what? Maybe hot girl summer is more like a state of mind. I think so. So then, yeah, I had a hot girl summer. I think it is. I mean, I appreciate the movement, man. I I, I appreciate it because I think it's given um, some people the opportunity to be a little more liberated than they probably typically would have mm-hmm. been. So I think that's pretty cool. Okay. All right, so you are sticking to your guns and saying you did not have a hot boy summer. I did not have a, um, oh, here we go. We're live. So, you guys, make sure that you check out our Instagram. Y'all know I hate this. Mr. Jerry hates live. Um, you don't respect me. <laughs> you don't respect me. Yeah, I, I do respect you. I love you, Mr. Cherry. Of mm-hmm. course. Like, we are a team. Um, but anyway, so moving right along. Um, so I guess, like, hot, hot girl summer, hot boy summer is more like a set of mine. So we have some housekeeping to do. Housekeeping. Clean right? it up. Clean and it so up. we gave you guys a poll um, about this video that has gone viral. Have you guys seen the video with Fantasia? Oh, you and... ready to go? I know. Oh, wait. No, wait. Actually, no. I, I'm going to take it back a little bit because you're ready to go right to it. You feel some like, kind of way about I that do, video? A little bit. I, I feel you. I feel a little bit. I feel a little way. But you know what? Okay, so let's back it up just a little bit. I there were some other things that I wanted to add to our petty turnoff list. Okay. Um, if that's okay with you guys. Go so, ahead. um, hey, hey, Rob. Um, that's hey, our, hey, our, hey. our live viewer. So. 
Okay, I must add, and this is not a petty turnoff for me. Actually, it's not a turnoff at all. A turnoff at all for me. It is for me. Well, no, no, no. Well, you know. Well, yes, one is, but I don't. This one, I don't think will be for you. Okay. Um, y'all ready? Excessive use of emojis. What do you guys think about that? Like that girl is me. Like I use emojis all of the time, probably per sentence. I use a lot. Excessive use of emojis? Yeah. What's the, what's the, give me an example. So, <laughs> I, like, if I'm like, hey, smiley face, or I like the, like, stalker eye emoji. I use that all the time. I use, stalker eye? Mm-hmm. What is the stalker like, eye? Like, with the two, the two eye emojis where you're like, ooh, what you doing? Oh. Like, you know that emoji? I love that emoji. I'm always using, like, heart eyes or the laughing emoji. I use emojis often. I think, I guess when I think of, like, excessive emojis, I'm like, are we talking about people who just put 17 emojis in a text message? Because I know people that do that. Mm, I, like, congratulations, and it's got a whole bunch a of, whole bunch of like, a bomb, a family, mm, uh, an emergency, uh, ambulance. It's like, that's not even applicable. No, 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 I don't. I use, I use them, like, I use them every text <clears throat> message, but I don't, like, do back-to-back kamikaze emoji, no. Okay. But I could see the, why someone would be annoyed by that, because they may just think it's immature, from what I've read. But I'm, like, I, I'm expressive. I'm expressive with how I talk, with my hands. I'm also expressive through text. So I don't think that using, for me, me using a lot of emojis is not indicative of my intelligence or me being immature. I just like to use emojis. I get that. That's just my thing. So is that a, would that be a petty turnoff? No. I don't think, not for me either. Like, I don't feel like that would be a petty turnoff. Um, you know what I said from the one that you mentioned earlier. You want to set it up? You wanna you wanna share that one? So a petty turn off a petty turn off for um Queen Muffy that I disagree with because I'm mm-hmm. just I'm over it at this point mm-hmm. is all of the filters. Mm. <laughs> the filters, man. Oh. It's just and again, since we're we're in the space of talking about social media is why I'm saying that. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's 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 too much. Why? Because it's to the point now where you meet somebody in person, mm-hmm. and they don't look anything like the filters with the koala ears. <laughs> oh or, man, that's... you know the seventeen oh, shades man. of of gray. I guess you're not. I don't even know who you really are. So I don't know if I'm meeting a real person or not. Mm-hmm. When every picture in your social media has that, it's just it's like, come on, why why don't you just want to have your regular regular um page up pictures up? Yeah, you know what I am. Like I get the hint. Excuse me, if you have like a, you know, if it's a darker picture you want to highlight a little bit, I get that. Mm-hmm. But I don't need the, you know, the deer, the deer, uh, the deer eyes with mm-hmm. the nose. Nah, mm-hmm. no. All of that's too much. Okay, so I have to admit, uh, men obviously don't use them as much as women. Nor do we like them. Right. You guys don't like the Snapchat filters. And, you know, I purposely... Don't use Snapchat filters. What you got? What you, got, you want? You want to debate me on that or something? Y'all go to my page right now, and I want y'all to pick out a Snapchat filter. Melanie, yes, Melanie, government name Ooh. has used. Ooh, you for real now? <laughs> I didn't y'all. really mean to say Melanie. Oh, to she, be honest, but I had to play it off. She's comfortable with y'all. Okay. No, but you tell me. But I don't use Snapchat filters <clears throat> for that reason because guess what? I'm not trying to give you the okie doke. 
I would hope to think that if you see me online, that you would recognize me. <laughs> like I would, that's my hope. Yeah. So I, you know what? If you use Snapchat filters, I get it. They're cute. They're fun. You know, they're expressive. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like you have to use them for every single photo, I wonder, like, like what's something deeper than that? It's like there's another layer to why your why is going to be a little different. Hey Ashley, hey D. What's up, um, Ashley? Hey, or this is our live feed for our listeners. So, uh, <clears throat> Dana, you don't know, you haven't met Dana yet. Uh, my friend Dana. Hey Dana. Um, so that those are would be the two petty turnoffs. So it's the Snapchat filters, and it's the excessive use of emojis. In in my book, excessive use of emojis is not a turnoff for me. Um, Snapchat filters, I can understand why that would be a turnoff. Can do. I can understand that. Right. Anything else? I'm ready. You ready? All right. So we're going to hop right into it today. So I know that you guys have seen or heard this whole debacle with Fantasia. And this video went viral. And she, on this video, for those of you who have not seen it, were saying that women are in Jumpin' Bee. That women are single because they don't know how to submit to their men. Now, from what I saw on the internet, I haven't been on black Twitter. I don't know if you've been on black Twitter to see what they were saying. But from what I have seen on the internet, uh, a lot of people said, what? Like, are you kidding me? No, that's not true. And some people were like, yeah, she's kind of right. She's kind of right. So immediately, B and I knew that we had to talk this about it. some dialogue. And we polled it. So let me just give the poll results real quick. Ooh. That's what probably got me a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the poll results, um, it was close. I think it was like um, 40% of them said, 40? well, let me, we had to do the question. I'm sorry. Right. I didn't give them a question yet. So the question was, do you think a woman should always submit to her man? That was the question. And 40% of you said, yes. I do think that women should submit to their husbands, excuse me, husbands, okay? 60% of you said no. Now, two of you did slide me um, a DM and you said, well, you know what? Um, We both submit to each other. And then another DM that I got said, yes, if he's providing and he, you know, keeps this person safe and he's a good leader, then yes. So those those are the poll results. Those are the poll results. Those are the poll results. One more thing. Can I just say one more thing before you start? I'm sorry. No, no. I just want to make sure we get the clear, like, view of the poll. Make it clear. Make it clear. The people who did say, yes, you should should submit to your husband, um, they said that... (laughs) You guys can't see me because of all the comments, but it's okay. You guys know what I look like. Um, You guys said, the ones who said, yes, people should submit to their husbands... We're definitely had more of a religious base. Right. And I know them personally. Okay. But the people who also said no had a religious base. I was one of those people. Right. <laughs> I was one of those people. So those are the poll results. B has been ready to jump in on this, so I'm going to let him lead it out. I mean, it's... It, uh- so submission. This is going to be the key thing that we're going to be talking about today is submission, what that means, what that looks like, and should the woman always be submitting in a relationship? So first and foremost, no. Mm. First and foremost, mm-hmm. but I think that also it's important to have the to make sure that it's clear what we're speak what we're saying when we're talking about submission. I don't. I guess what I didn't like necessarily, not that I disliked how the question was phrased for the poll, but 
I think as the question was phrased, should a woman always mm-hmm. submit to her husband? I think the answer is no, period. And I put always in there on purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would anyone always submit to someone else? And I mm. think that equally then when you create the foundation of that question or just, you know, the, the setting the framework of what that question even means, you factor in the whole, you know, are we speaking people who are coming from the standpoint of a religious background and mm-hmm. base? Mm-hmm. Or are we speaking from people who are a little more progressive and, and, and liberal as far as like the dynamic of their relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, it just has a lot of different ways that you could take it. So for me, either way, no matter where you're coming from, I think the answer is no. Why, why do you always need to? Submit. And my thing is, when I think of submit and jump in... Well, I was going to also... Go ahead. You know, I was going to say go. also... Why would there be a need to always submit? And when I'm thinking of, of a, should a woman always submit, are we saying that at every point in time there is a difference of opinion? A woman is supposed to take the uh, take the the side of her, or she should should yield to the decision or the side of her mate or her partner. Am I not capable of leaning and making my own decisions? Though? Do as as a husband or a man, do I not side with what your decisions would be in certain things that you may pose first? Like why? I don't understand why. Why is it always? Right. So, so I don't know if you guys saw the video. So there was a follow-up to the video that Fantasia posted, guys. So remember, the gist of Fantasia's video was that, hey, you know what? Ladies are single because they don't know how to submit, okay? The, and the video, the video was, it was, a, it was a clip of her on The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. um, which is a radio station in New York. Um, I don't know what the conversation may have been prior to that they were having, but the video opens up kind of where they're talking about that, where, you know, she's saying, you know, that's that's what's wrong with y'all. These, I'm not quoting her directly, but I'm, you know, paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. She's saying that's what's wrong with y'all. That's why women aren't finding themselves into relationships because they're not willing to submit. They're not willing to submit to a man or submit to a husband. Mm-hmm. They want to take the lead at all times and be the man in relationships or be the husband when you need to allow him to be a man needs to be a man. She mentions, like, um, the woman is the neck while the man is the head. <laughs> and it's like she dipped in and out of Scripture in certain ways and even paraphrased, like, from what she was mentioning from Scripture. So I'm like, I see what you're doing. I may see what you mean. I may side with some of what you're saying. But she completely didn't frame it right. Mm. And so cut to what Muffy was about to say. Mm-hmm. Her Fantasia and, then, and her husband then had a follow-up video and i don't really know if he made it better oh my god first of all y'all need to see this video first of all he was staring her down which that's that's her man so but he was his his whole demeanor was very interesting his demeanor really in my opinion hurt his case or his position more than helped Mm -hmm. but i even kind of reposted the video because from what I from what I interpreted and what I understood what he meant and separated from what he said. Mm-hmm. So in general, I think I sided with a lot of what he meant to say, in particular to like what the topic of what she said, you know, what she was kind of saying on a breakfast club. But his delivery was very bad and it got. So what were the things that he was saying to make his point? So a woman should submit because. So, well, not necessarily because what I. One of the things that he said, which I thought was very profound, um, it's not something that he just has or takes or asserts or what have you. So from the perspective, I think what she was trying to say and how he wanted to clarify it is that men don't just come in and, and dominate 
demanding that a woman submits to him. And I think that's what she is trying to illustrate and get across. That's that's maybe just done or represented wrong, you know, as it pertains to people in relationships you know, mm. or as it pertains to, to seeking out relationships. I agree. I think any human being um, in that way who, oh, let me say, period, yes. I agree. Any person, woman or man who who submits to someone else in a certain way where you allow their thoughts, their decisions, their beliefs on how something affects the, the, the larger group mm-hmm. to be the dominant um disorder to, to be the decision that you move within the group i respect that mm-hmm. and i agree like you know that is a gift because i'm offering that to you i don't have to believe what you you know what you're saying is a decision that we need to make but there's a level of trust and respect that goes along with that so i personally think the power really is in the person who is offering that gift right no i i hear you and for me to just like personally speaking for me to submit to anyone or to submit to someone who i'm in a relationship sorry recording is um sorry guys so in order for me to submit to you that means that i am trusting you 100 percent, and that is a gift because i'm not just trusting anybody if i trust you to lead me on certain situations or if I trust that you got me or you can make a decision and we're all going to be safe and good, that's a huge deal. Because guess what? I have my own mind. I think I'm, you know, I'm capable of making my own decisions. So for me to give up in some terms that autonomy is a big deal. Right. And that is a gift. And you it better is. appreciate it. It is. But my issue is, is that I never, ever go into a relationship thinking that I need to always submit because... I'm capable of also providing in a relationship in certain ways. Mm -hmm. And I think that my opinion and my standpoint on certain things are just as valid as yours. I agree. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I think where I disagreed with the whole submission, the woman submitting to their husband always is I just, it just takes away power. And I think power, individualized power, is special in its own right. It, I agree. I mean, and, and again, it's the way that they both kind of, the way that she originally laid the foundation of the topic, mm-hmm. the way that he equally then followed up with his, I guess, support of what she was saying, mm-hmm. I think they just didn't do very well with this. And it, <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to go viral or has gone viral. And um, it's just not going to... It's not gonna. It's not gonna continue to. It's not gonna go right. It's not gonna be well good for them in that way. Or it may blow over and something will be new next. But the foundation was just not. It wasn't given. It wasn't given right. You know. Um, I think it's in general just a very. The way that they laid it, in my opinion, was just was just under the umbrella of a very archaic thought process. Mm-hmm. We are in 2019, where women obviously don't need to have someone make decisions for them. I mean, while yes, submission, and, you know, again, and I'm and I'm my base that I speak from is typically going to be from a religious standpoint. Mm-hmm. Actually, as you you know, you and I both know, but <clears throat> I don't. It's, as as fo- following in that in that way, it's not about you just make all of the si- all of the decisions. Me submitting to you is understanding and having trust and believing that as you are, and again, from a biblical standpoint, as it pertains to marriage, creating that foundation correctly. I just want to make sure I'm making that clear. You are someone who I trust and believe as we make decisions as it pertains to our relationship, our marriage, what our family. You are seeking God's God's. You're you are seeking 
a, an answer from God as it pertains to a topic which will have an effect on us as a family. Uh-huh. And I'm trusting, believing, and submitting to that you are hearing clearly from God on what uh-huh. we need to do as we move forward. Uh-huh. So it's not me submitting control, power, what have you. It's trusting that you are leading from a space and a place that's going to have a benefit a, a benefit to us and our relationship as you have sought counsel from God to the, in this area. Mm-hmm. That is my interpretation, understanding, and always has been as it pertains to submission from a religious standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, what I can say is that uh, a sermon I heard from one of my pastors in, in Charlotte was that he preached a sermon on a differentiation between submission and subservience. Mm. Because it's a difference from me submitting to you in that way and believing that your decision, what you, what what we have maybe come together and and had dialogue about. Yet I'm submitting to believing that your what you positioned is probably the better decision for us as a collective whole. Mm-hmm. That's a very big difference from me serving you, mm-hmm. from me being subservient to. You you make this decision. We don't have anything else to mm. say about it. You've sought out. You've sought answers and counsel from nobody. This mm. is just you choosing this direction, and we're going with it. Mm-hmm. And and that can again take form in a lot of different ways. That's just very different. So mm-hmm. um, I think that, and I had this conversation, you know, with a friend of mine. I think that society may not know the difference of those two things. And when we hear it, when we hear submission, when we hear submit. Mm-hmm. We interpret and hear loss, loss of power or control. And that's not what that really is. In my opinion, again, and I don't have all the answers, as I've learned and come to understanding of it, that is not what submission is. It's not giving or, or it's, it's in, in, that, in the construct, again, in the foundation that we're speaking, in the space that we're talking about, it is not giving and yielding to your every desire, wish, belief. It is that I believe that you are making the better decision for us. And while you may have you may have a stronger position in this matter. You may have more knowledge in this matter. Mm-hmm. You may have more. You have made. You may have sought, sought out counsel and and have a better position on a better thought or idea of what we need to do in this matter. So I submit to the. I submit to your decision here. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. in contrast to maybe what I am thinking, which may not be as strong or may not be as well thought out, mm-hmm. and I trust that what your decision is will yield the results that we collectively want, mm-hmm. not just yours. And I'm against it, but I'm just going to go with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. And I think that's fair. Yeah. And I think that to me equates to just having a strong, solid relationship in that context. Right. Meaning that I trust you. Right. You know, I trust that you can make a decision. I trust that I can rely on you when I'm not sure. I trust that I can rely on you when I don't have the answers. I trust you. And I, I would expect in my relationship that it would be mutually. Absolutely. That it will be mutual, excuse me, because I have a lot to bring to the table, too. Right. And I think that I can pray just as hard as you can pray. If and not, I can if seek not harder. God, yes. If not harder. I can seek God's voice as much as you can seek God's voice. And I think that they should both be held to high regard. Agreed. Um, and I don't think that anyone should ever be dismissed. Agreed. Because you're a woman or that, you know, the man should always lead. I feel like it should be mutual. And it's just very presumptuous that, again, and, and I have to... I, my mother told me this. Shout out to Elaine. Mama Cherry, what's up? Mama Cherry. Um, she she told me this at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I had just never kind of lost sight of this in anywhere aspect of, you know, area of my life. Is no matter what, 
you always have to consider the source. Yes, yes. You have to consider the source when you hear things, when you're getting information, when Mm -hmm. you're learning information. I apply that to education. So as I'm reading books and I'm getting taught in school, I'm considering the source of who's teaching me. Mm -hmm. I'm considering the source of the book that we're reading or being taught from. I'm considering the source of um, sermons I hear from pastors. Mm -hmm. I'm considering the source of, you know, information I get from people. So I say that to say, Fantasia's husband, I, I don't know this man. I do not know this man. I don't man. know him either. I do not. I'm sorry for this man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That man. Wait, y'all need to watch the video because I'm telling you, it, you, you know how when someone tries to make a point and they're just so extra and they just use all these extra words and you're just like, what? Say what? Huh? Help me he, understand. It, he just. Help me understand what you're saying. He was saying things and contradicting himself all, sometimes within the same sentence, mm-hmm. which I don't think he maybe even knew necessarily. But I appreciate where he was coming from because I understood what he meant, mm. my my interpretation of what he meant, which I just had to filter through what he said. Mm. And I just think it was equally very presumptuous that he's he's trying to make it appear as if women in 20, 2019, we're not talking about 1960, 50, Mm-mm. we're talking Mm-mm. about 2019, that you have to teach a woman how to balance a checkbook. Oh, my God, I forgot about <laughs> That, First of all, I don't use a checkbook. So I mean, it, it, and it's like, you, <laughs> I mean, I, I get what he's saying, but are we presuming? And, and maybe it's just how insulting is that? Maybe it's just the women that he's come across and a little misogynistic. I said it slightly. I don't disagree. Maybe the, it. maybe it's the women that he's had exposure to, experience with, relationship with, don't know some of the things that he's speaking about. Maybe they don't have much knowledge in business or finance or self sufficiency. I have to understand, consider the source of where this was coming from. So he may be speaking from that place where he had to teach women. He Maybe he had to teach Fantasia these things. I don't know. And he did reference finances a lot. He referenced that. So, I mean, he referenced, yeah. I get that. Maybe, maybe that's just where he's coming from and the people that he's dealing with. So I'm understanding to that. But as far as women that I know, as far as women that I'm in contact and communication with, you don't got to teach women much of nothing as far as it pertains to taking care of their own, taking care of self, and holding it down. Thank so you. That's not. Thank you. I don't need you. You're not submitting to me in those ways because half the time most women got it locked together. Most yeah, exactly. And how many men? How many men do we know who kind of overly rely on a strong woman? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And someone who considers, I consider myself a strong woman. I just, that didn't, the submission part always and just the, the connotation of the message just didn't sit well with me just because I felt like if if that were my man or if that were someone, let's say I was on a first date with, that would be a red flag for me because immediately I'm thinking like, I don't want to lose my autonomy. Exactly. I want to be me and I want to be able to contribute just as much as you are. Exactly. So that to me was a little bit of a red flag. And I think that's why, because it is controversial it's because very... you have your people who um, are more traditional when it comes to Christianity and, you know, everyone interprets things a little bit differently, but some people really do feel like Fantasia's husband and that's okay. That's your belief. But just for me, it's, it's a little bit different for me. And equally, there's, there are a lot of women who actually do. And, and I had to realize this again, as I gave it more thought, there are a lot mm-hmm. of women who think like the type of women he's describing. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of women who actually do want to just rely on a man's decision-making abilities um, leadership capabilities in that way because 
they would prefer to just be who they, whoever they are and whoever they want to be. Mm. Maybe they prefer to just, you know, be handle more domestic things inside the home and what have you and just do that. So that brings me... Oh, here you go. <laughs> I knew you had some kind of surprise or something. <laughs> you know, so that brings me to ask, or just to let us think, you guys, just how important are gender roles in a relationship? I mean, because that to me is a very specific traditional gender role. I just wonder <laughs> how that can kind of seep over into other things. Because can I be, like, a little bit honest? No, you can't. Okay. So, thank you for giving me the okay. Okay, you got to get in the camera, too. Um, okay. So, I have run into men who don't necessarily want the woman to be the subservient role, okay? Right. But at the same time, they struggle with they struggle with how to handle or how to be in a relationship with the woman who can take the lead mutually. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think that it's a, it gets a little bit fuzzy because I think it brings a lot of other things to the surface. Okay, you, you wanted this strong woman, you wanted this intelligent woman, but when you get this woman, now you don't really know how to handle it. Or it may make you question, I don't know, your masculinity or your self-security. So where where is the line where's the line of demarcation there? I mean that can just that really can just kind of be tough I think. Um I think it has a lot of it has a lot to do with the um structure that you grew up in when you were younger. Mm-hmm. You know? Um the experiences that you had as a as as you were growing up if if you come from a home where you saw and experienced strong women who did not for whatever reason emasculate or give get or who didn't who you didn't perceive to emasculate the men or the you know the stronger men the strong men who were in the home as well Mm -hmm. you may not have a problem with something like that Mm -hmm. but if you come from a home where you had a strong woman who had to be strong or was strong because maybe that's just who she is or maybe that she's strong because she had to be Mm -hmm. um and that maybe didn't rub you right on how on the effects that had on the men who were in the home as well Mm -hmm. you may have a problem with that um, maybe you come from a home where the ma- the man in the home was more of the dominant person, you know, the, mm. the strong person, if, if you will. Maybe he was the breadwinner. Maybe he was, you know, what have you. And the woman in the home may not have necessarily been so. It didn't mean that she was weak, mm. but it just meant that he, the the male in the home, represented strength for you as you were growing up. Mm. So then, to grow, to as you continue to grow up, and yes, we grow through and see different generations change and grow in those ways. We still, a lot of the times, you continue to somewhat either represent things that you learned or saw in your younger years, mm. or you represent things that you wish would have been in your younger years, mm. um, in my opinion. Okay. So, I think that that's probably more of a challenge for someone, depending on what their home life looked like. For example, for me, I grew up in a home with a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Her strength wasn't in in the manner of control or dominance. Mm-hmm. She exerted her strength in just different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, yet she always made sure that she either verbalized or made sure that in in whatever way that she could, that when I saw men, I saw strength. Mm. 
when I saw, you know, she she would highlight or make mention of certain things that either my grandfather or my father or my uncles did mm-hmm. to let me know how, you know, your your uncle Kenny is a strong man. You know, don't 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 ever forget that. You know, um, and, your grandfather your grandfather is this. Don't mm-hmm. don't you ever forget that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just she made sure that those things. And and again, she went into detail about. But just made sure that those things were apparent for me, and and that all that always has been something that I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, while I saw more of her and her role, and and the role of some other strong women in my family and my aunts and what have you, I still always had a level of respect for the position that those men mm. held in their homes. And how does that carry over into your relationships now, or your past relationships? Do you think? So honestly, and it maybe for me, it's a little somewhat adverse. I actually seek that strength when I look for women. Um, for me, I don't necessarily do well with women who may cower in certain ways, who may shrink in certain ways, who may just want to yield or let let a man be, quote unquote, let a man be a man. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And so but I come from a strong a home with a strong woman. Mm-hmm. So I actually need a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I need someone who I believe and feel similar to what I think that. Fantasia's husband meant when he or kind of said but drifted away from mm. I need a woman who I know if I die mm. that I'm I'm going to die confident and, and assured knowing that she will grieve but she's going to roll with all of this because she's she's used to operating this way with me present here mm. and she's going to continue to roll with me gone Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like he meant to say, but mm. he didn't. He ain't he, he ain't articulated like that he though. Didn't, it didn't come out like that, but you know it. What, okay. what have you? But um, it just depends on it depends on the man, man. Some okay. some men shrink or cower, feel like they lose their position, that they don't know they don't know where they fit in when you are dating or in relationship with a woman who is mm. strong or a woman who's the breadwinner or a woman who, you know, doesn't need you, quote unquote, in those ways. Yeah. So they don't know where they fit in. I think that's just kind of where. We are now where we need men to kind of put more work into creating an identity that's outside of your finances. Mm. Yeah, an identity outside of your finances. That's true. So that kind of gives me, like, I kind of want to do a story time real quick. Because mm. I promised our wonderful listeners that I would kind of expound on fake X. Because this kind of reminds me of the whole fake X thing. Oh, go ahead. Tell the story. And can you, like, help me along with the story and ask me questions if you feel like I'm not? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Any questions? Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this, and I never know where to look. I don't hear. Stop. Thank you. Be quiet. Thank you. Um, so that kind of brings me to a point because, as you guys know, it's a story time, y'all. So turn me up if you you know have already. Grab your snacks. Grab your snacks. So if you guys don't know, I alluded to a certain person of interest um, a couple of podcasts ago. And this is after emoji guy. Oh. Done. I just emoji guy is so like I done, done, and done. So funny. <laughs> He's so done, done, and done. Okay. Um, but this brings me to someone that I was seeing, um, um, you know, for several months, mm-hmm. and we really, really, really kind of hit the ground running, you could say, because we had a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I know he really liked about me was just, you know, me being independent. Yes. And these are his words, okay? Um, me being independent and just kind of having my own things you're and being, things like you're that. being successful. And I mean, that's subjective, but... Accomplished, which is, okay, I guess. Okay, I guess, but yeah, but okay, so those things, and you know, that was something that really, really attracted him to me, and this person uh, pursued me for years, okay? 
years, 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 years. And we actually um, met on Facebook when it was not cool to say that. So, so anyway, long story short, finally I decided to give this man a chance. And we just really, really hit it off. I mean, you know how when you just meet someone and it's just so easy? Yes. And you're just stimulated in so many different ways. Like emotionally. And that's all we'll talk about for the pod for today. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Wait, are we... We had a physical connection, too. Okay. <laughs> okay. You said help you. And so, no, but we had a lot of different connections, and um, it, it was very special. So, so moving forward, I notice, you know you know when someone's pulling back? You know. You're like, you're not like, don't gaslight me. I know mm-hmm. this is what it is. You feel it. Don't tell me it's A, B, and C when it's really just you pulling back. And I just couldn't understand it for the life of me because, number one, I trusted this person. Um, and I, it just was very out of character for this person, and I just didn't understand. And I did not understand, and I tried to say, okay, well, you know what, but it got so obvious that we had to have a talk about it. And so, come to find out, you guys, he pulls me aside. Okay, not pulls me aside, but we were on the phone. But, you know, he, he confides in me, and he just says, I don't have anything to bring to the table. Mm. I don't have anything to bring to the table. And I'm just like, huh? Like, what do you mean you don't have anything to bring to the table? So then he just begins to list all of these things that he wants to accomplish that he hasn't. And then he starts to list the things that he thinks are, you know, that I've accomplished that he hasn't accomplished. And I really struggled with that because, so at the end of the, like, so we ended up like breaking up. And I put that in quotes because it was just a weird situation. And so at the end of all that, you guys, I was just, I was upset because I'm like, the very thing that you love about me is the very thing that pushed you away. And that's not my fault. That is not my fault. Y'all know I own up to it. I own up to my stuff, but this was not my fault. And it was very hurtful because that was the last thing I thought would happen. Right. You know what I mean? It's just the last thing that I thought would happen because that's something as like a an intelligent woman and a woman who prides herself in being like more than I don't know heels and a purse like I, I pride myself in being more than that that's something that pushed this person away and that was no fault of my own mm-hmm. so that's kind of why I raised the question to you be like a lot of men say they want it but when they get it can you handle it and, and it, sometimes it's no yeah it's and there's nothing that I could have done in that situation to make anything different. Yeah. And it sucks. It does suck. Because um, I was hurt about yeah. that. That hurt. That was a stinger. Because you know how when you just don't expect it? Mm-hmm. Like, you kind of know, but you're just like, no. But that was a stinger. It, it, um, it, it's, it's difficult to, it's really difficult in those moments because, like, you have someone who's special who doesn't really know doesn't really know that the, that they are don't doesn't know how special they truly are and the gifts and the, and the strengths that they really have because they're measuring that based on their interpretation of what they can do for you yeah yes so, that's it sometimes you don't know that you contribute and pour it to somebody in ways that has absolutely nothing to do with your salary or how much money you make or mm-hmm. what you've accomplished or mm-hmm. how much assets or how much property or mm-hmm. these different things because you're so used to having other people measure you in that way Mm -hmm. or you're so conditioned to measuring yourself in that Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. so you don't really know that you possess certain gifts that appeal to certain people such as yourself to where it's like 
you're telling me you don't have anything to bring to the table while I'm telling you that I'm even envisioning envisioning relationship with you and it has absolutely nothing to do with that. Yeah, and I didn't get that, you guys, because I'm like, what do you mean? This person has... Accomplished from what I understand. Yeah, like, he, he is. Like, he's done things that I haven't done. Like, he's written a book, for God's sakes. He's... He's done a lot of things that have been things on my to-do list, but it's just like, I guess it goes to say, B, no matter how you see someone, if they don't see themselves like that, there's nothing you can say or do. There's nothing you can say or do. There's nothing you can say or do, and what I won't do, I'm not going to do my life. No. Mm. Like, I even, I'm going to be totally real with you guys at a point, I was just like, when I kind of felt the push away, and after that conversation about him feeling like he didn't have anything to bring to the table, we still, like, were together or whatever, but I kind of found myself not necessarily sharing certain dreams, because I'm like, I don't want him to be feeling secure, that's a problem, that's, that's a problem, and I'm like, yo, this is not... This is not going to work like this. It, it can't. It's it not can't. Good. It's not like, good. when I come to you, like, baby, you know, this is what I'm thinking. I don't want to I don't want to go to sleep like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, feel insecure because right. I have this certain dream or this, like, that's just too much. Yes, man. And he kept on saying, like, oh, you know what, once I get this, that's why I want to get this. That's why I want to get this. And I'm just like, it's always going to be something. Like, you getting something tangible is not going to make the insecurity go away. Right. And that's that's self-work you have to do. That's self-work. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what makes that situation and situations like that and experiences that you guys may even have. I mm-hmm. mean, I, experiences that I've had before. is That's what makes that such a challenge because you can want and you can see the light in someone so bright, mm-hmm. so clear that you're, you're somewhat then enamored. Like, how do you not know that you possess all of these qualities? How do you not mm. know... That if you truly walked in this light, like, Mm. we can be something powerful. Mm, I know. And you guys, that's the thing. Like, this person was... It's so weird how things switch. Because this person, like, pursued me forever. And I was like, no. Like, for years. I'm talking about, like, seven years. Was it 2019? Yes. Like, seven years. Maybe even eight years. And um, it just really, in my mind, made so much sense. But if he can't see it... What like what good is that? It doesn't do any good. And I think like and we've had conversations about this before. I mm-hmm. think you know for people who find themselves in these scenarios or what have you, because I know some of you are probably like yo, I've I've been there. You have, probably have some guys or some you know some ladies who are sitting here listening. Like yes, you're right. Like what do we? What do I do? Well, no. This part like what am I supposed to do what when he or she can't see this? And what I share what I share with um, Young Muff was that. Personally, I think that pause. And I you know me, I always gotta go here. So listening to listen to a podcast for Transformation Church. I don't know if you guys know Transformation Church. Uh, but the pastor of the church mentioned a sermon series that he was starting off and it's called Crazy Faith. Mm. The name of the sermon series is called Crazy Faith. And as he kinda alludes to, he speaks about how this season of life for him and the direction that their church is going to be moving in is a direction that is going to take you having a crazy, un- unbelievable, what others might question to be ridiculous sounding hmm. amount of faith in order to move and transition into the next phase of life. Hmm. So to bring that to conversation, what I was sharing with her is that this, I think that it may take or it would have taken um potentially her to step outside of herself in certain ways, not compromising integrity, but stepping outside of herself in a way that is going to offer to him 
letting him know, look, this is how you feel, and I respect and I'm, I'm compassionate to that. However, this is how this is how strongly I feel about our connection and the potential of you and I collectively together. Mm. This is how strongly I believe that we can have an amazing and awesome relationship. And I am willing to do whatever we need to do to get us to that point so that you feel comfortable in your own self, knowing that what you have and possess now is absolutely what I want from you as my partner and my mate. Mm. I believe that you as a person are not going to just be a squatter because you're not a squatter now. As you speak about all the aspirations and things that you want to do, I believe that you'll achieve them. I will be here in a position and in a posture to support and cheerlead you to eat, to reaching each and every one of those, however I can. Mm. But I, I do want you to know that I am here desiring and wanting to make this work. If you are here and will, are willing to meet me in this place to step outside of your fears, outside of your ego, outside mm. of your identity and really give this a shot. Mm. Now, mm. uh-huh. Uh, Muffy um, mentioned that that's a challenge. Now I get it. That's it's a challenge because egos get in the way, like we were saying off air. Like egos, egos do get, get in, the in the way. And honestly, what I struggle with, you guys, um, and it's been a, it's been some time since we've um, split, but I mean months, not like years or like you know. But um, you know, I struggle with I, the the biggest red flag for me, you guys. Honestly, is the fact that. Just the deeply rooted, like, insecurity is what's a little bit unsettling for me. And mm-hmm. is, is that, will my words be enough for that? I yeah, don't know. Will fair. my will my actions be enough for that? I don't know. Because I know, like, just insecurity, that is something that comes from within. And c- c- that's coupled with you having to do the work, yeah. you know? And I'm okay, like, to swallow my pride in certain circumstances, even though it's not, it's, it's difficult. But it's just, like, how much of that... How much of that is fixable right. from the outside? I don't know. That's yeah. what I struggle with. That's a fair, fair, um, fair thought. Yeah, and it's just like, especially for him to like run from something that was so good. And guys, I'm not naive. Like, I'm not this. He wasn't like blowing smoke. I really, truly believe, believe, believe this is like it was deeply rooted in him not feeling secure and he got scared. Okay. And it's just like, what else can I do? Like, how else could that be fixable? But on the same token, I do understand what you're saying, B, and just making someone feel safe to just say, okay, well, you know what? This is what it is. Lay it all out on the table. Okay. I'm going to like become emotionally naked and let's just do it fine. But I struggle with like, is that is this person capable? And I'm not really sure. And that's a that's, I'm not sure. That's something to really kind of think about and consider because in that space in that moment, you've now laid everything onto the table, exposed yourself in a way that probably is uncomfortable. And because y'all know I do not concede, I am stubborn. Right? Yes. I am so stubborn. Uh, I do not. I have not spoken to exes for years, and I am okay with that. I am fine with putting you on block. I am good. But something about this situation is very different from any of my exes. Which is the reason why you need, why you would need to, why I would suggest anybody, any of you Mm. would need to really step back, 
you know, get to your meditate, pray, whatever you do mm. to seek some other level of affirmation. Yeah, really. But get into a space of really identifying: is this worth going the distance? Mm. Is, is it worth going the distance? Is this worth putting, stepping outside of my usual normal self, and and making and exposing myself in a vulnerable way to where? My hope is that that action alone speaks to that person to let them know, hey, look, maybe I need to meet her here. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to submit to. Uh oh. Maybe I need to. <laughs> maybe I need to submit in a way that you know that that mutually meets her in you know that that ex- that that exposure, that allowing myself to really take her lead. You know, follow, let me follow her lead in this. She's she's gonna she's going to and willing to do whatever it needs to take because she feels that this is that powerful and that great. Maybe I need to really kind of take a look and see, like you know, am I willing to do the same? Mm. And I think that one of two things will happen. As I share with her, I think one, he'll meet you in that place. He may not meet you confidently, mm. but the the offer of it, the 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 offering of it is enough. Mm. Because what he's saying is. What he's saying in that moment, if he does not say, is that I don't know what the future may hold here, mm. but I am willing to at least take this step mm. to see what happens. Or he may say, this, this is a little, this is dug a little too deep mm. for me to really step out here for whatever reason. Yeah, know? I mean, that's and real. Though. I can't, unfortunately, I, this is something I need to work on independently. Which, if I was you, I would respect, even though I yeah. would not like it. Mm-hmm. I would respect that you are at least saying that and you know that this is something because you have people who have things that are unresolved, emotions, trauma, certain things that are just unresolved. Mm. And they are they are taking a certain level of courage to get out of that, but mm. knowing deep down inside that they're not ready. Right. And that's really unfair. That would be unfair to you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think, you know. Not being not being ready. Either way, one of the two you will at least have closure. Mm. And I think that's worth gold. Mm. Honestly. Mm. No, I hear you, B. I hear you. Um, even though, like with closure, I've always been a proponent of saying closure doesn't come from anyone else. It comes from you. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I do hear you. And it's something to think about. This fruit, Oh, my God. We have a fruit fly in here. It's driving me absolutely insane. Just a little protein. Oh, I, I need protein. Um... <laughs> No, but I, I hear you. So that was just a really quick story time. So when you guys hear me, like, with these little elusive messages, like, on pods, that's probably the person I'm talking about. Can we congratulate Muffy on <laughs> getting deep? A little bit. I, I'm, I am, I'm very happy that you, <laughs> I appreciate Thank you. Thank you, yeah. So that's my, that's my story um, with my, um, with my fake ex, because technically it was not... It, it's just it's so bizarre it's so what interesting it, it, what is re- relationship is relationship yeah we, we were in a, we were in a relationship it was a relationship um but it wasn't it was it, it was exclusive too actually that's, what I that's mean. like it was exclusive but we why do you we were in pre relationship why do you need though? to call it anything we don't need you to. know how i feel i, mean, I know gotta, we, we don't gotta, need to i feel like when you know you know we don't need to but he you was know. um he was a special, he was special. And you know, honestly, if he were to, and he won't because real talk, he is blocked right now, Ooh. to be honest. 
Um, but it's not black because he did something so mean and damaging. It's just like I just needed to move on from the situation. I don't want to be on the. I don't want to see you stunting on the gram. I don't want to see, like, I just don't want to see you right now, especially if I'm still kind of, like, in this purgatory of, like, hey, I kind of want to be with you still. I kind of don't. Yeah. So that wasn't done out of malice on my end, but, um, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. But anyway, um... That's interesting. I think that's a good stopping point. That's good. I guess. And um, really quick, I didn't have a birthday this weekend. Mr. Cherry oh, um, was oh, there. Oh, and, oh. Um, Happy we, birthday. Yes, we said it last week, like last five. We got to say it again. But um, it was very nice to be around people like just who love you and, you know, who you love. And it was just nice. And I'm very blessed to have friends. It's a blessing to have friends. You are Because some people don't. Yeah. And definitely. it's a blessing. And I'm so grateful to have people who still want to hang around me because I am quirky and weak. Like, Ooh. I am so different. Ooh, yes. Uh, huh? What? You know what? And my friends love me anyway, and I'm grateful for that. So just to be, like, who you are authentically and still be loved, that's huge. Right. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. So um, I still got a little horse voice, a little horse, but we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you follow Inspired underscore by underscore greatness. Oh. And Muffy Bradshaw on all social media outlets. And Mr. Cherry is tweeting now. So I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting. he's back on the Twitter game. So make sure you follow him on all social media outlets as well. Twitter's uh B Cherry216 at B Cherry216. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna change that up, but mm-hmm. once I change it up. What about I'll... author B Cherry? Oh, what about good company? Ah, that's it. Hey. A little teaser. A little teaser. A little teaser. Big things to come now. Yes, yes. So we love you guys. Thank you for rocking with us. We're on episode 22. What a blessing that is. 22. Episode 22. And we're thinking about possibly getting some guests on the show to talk about different experiences. You know, maybe divorce or single parenting or something a little bit different so stay tuned for that and really quick special shout out to my boo Bercy because he listens to every single podcast we've been friends literally since ninth grade well 10th grade and i love you okay all right this is it bye guys make sure you subscribe give us five stars and we'll talk to you soon Peace and love. Bye.